And welcome back to the Court of Three podcast. This is episode 41 of our podcast. I am your host, Spencer Breedlove, and I get to do this podcast with my dance-loving wife, Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hello, everyone. Hey, I do love to do. Yes, you do. You were dancing pretty good last night. Yeah. Oh. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a minute, but it is our mission to add value to your lives by coaching you to think, make you laugh, and move your emotions to tears. Yes. Today is the fourth Sunday before Christmas. Can you believe that? I know. Wow. 2022 is coming to a fast end. A very fast mm-hmm. end, but it is the fourth Sunday before Christmas, which means it is also the first Sunday of Advent. Yes, it is. And Advent is our topic of conversation today. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Advent each week as we go by uh, each week leading up to Christmas. And uh, we will explain our why in just a second. But before we do, Lisa, what is our Court of Three question of the day? Yes, I do have a question and we're going to stick with the time of year and um, it relates to what we're talking about. So what do you remember or, you know, it doesn't have to be when you're growing up. It could be now. What is your favorite maybe article of decoration or thing that you look forward to it being brought out and displayed at this time of year? The, Picture wreath. Oh, it's where we put our yeah, cards. That metal wreath that you yes. hang up next to the door mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. back door. Mm-hmm. And as people send us their Christmas cards with their photos, yes. it builds this beautiful tapestry of a wreath with mm-hmm. with friends and families. Family that Mm -hmm. are very near and dear to us and Mm -hmm. we're able to add those to the to the wreath and it just makes a really cool wreath and i look at it every day Mm -hmm. it Um, gives us an opportunity to pray for them or just catch up sometimes with how much their kids have changed or where mm -hmm. they are in the world yeah that's probably Mm -hmm. of all the things Mm -hmm. that's that's probably my favorite i mean i got a lot of favorites but that's probably my most meaningful um uh, decoration that you put up. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. Did you, you have one from oh. growing up? Oh, the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Just yeah. the main tree. Well, yeah, okay. the Christmas tree that mama would decorate mm-hmm. and we would go and cut that down. Mm, okay. We would always right. go, like, I think I brought it up. Last, yes. And I said, week. you introduced me to that because we uh-huh. had always have just the artificial. Yeah. And which that, I do have bad allergies. Yeah. That was, that was meaningful because we would go out and yeah. cut it down and, you know, work yeah. to bring it home, get yeah. it in the house, get it situated. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, I know there were certain things I did love when my mom would bring them out, but I, I can't really think of something specific necessarily. I just did enjoy the Christmas decorations and, you know, how for a while it made the house just a little different Mm -hmm. um, for the season. But now I enjoy the nativity set and there's meaning behind that because it came from your mamaw, your mom's mom and was given to us. And that's just very special to me. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't, 
have one. So we got it when we were first married. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I enjoy each little piece, taking it out gently and putting that on display. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that is a that is a special one. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, that one is a very special one. Yeah, well, and it, you know, it, it would be interesting to ask our kids too. Like we were talking with our neighbors tonight and she had done a great job of like decorating her whole house basically in a weekend and it looked beautiful. But she said um, that she didn't do the garland on her stairs. They have a big staircase there. And that's what the kids focused on. Not, not all that she did have this little red tree and this other little twinkly tree and the big tree. They wanted the garland. They were like, Oh, where's the garland? Yeah. Isn't that funny though? How you, in their mind, you know, and maybe that's where they, you know, they go upstairs to their bedrooms. I don't know. So it'd be interesting. I wonder what our kids would say is, is a favorite of theirs. But. I like the little Georgia tree that you set up too. That is fun. I mean, that's meaningful too, because we both graduated. Mm-hmm. You know, It's a lot Georgia's. more meaningful now that Georgia is a national champion. Oh my goodness. Whatever. And they're uh, okay. proceeding to make their way back to the natty. Mm-hmm. We hope. We hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about a little update? So uh, we're going to, this earlier this week, uh, we had the chance to go to South Carolina to go visit yeah. your family. It had been a while. So for our listeners that may not know uh, fully about Lisa's story, um, Lisa, why don't you tell us a little bit about our family, your family, our family in yes. South Carolina? Yes, that would be my birth mother and extended family Mm -hmm. that we were reunited with uh, 11 11 years ago. 11 years ago. And you can catch that in an early episode of the quarter three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, have siblings that live there. And then I have nieces and nephews and a new niece was born about two months ago. And so I was, we were able to go and make a quick visit. We just spent one night, but saw as much of the family as we could. So, mm-hmm. What was your favorite was part good. about that little quick trip? Oh, my niece, Shirley Maine. Oh, she's a trip. She's a now. trip. Oh yeah. We had this whole imaginary, we're in the car and lions and bears and wolves are coming at us. Oh, so man. we like tiptoed into the restaurant. Yes. We look behind the curtains. That child, that child's imagination. It's great though. It is. And awesome. it's just fun to, to go back and play and do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She made my day. My favorite part was going to eat at stacks. Yes. I've been many, many times. I don't, that was only my second time. On Yes. Have you, was that your first time for breakfast? Second. So you've never been on a Sunday lunch? No. Oh, that's my favorite. No. Sunday lunch. I mean, it's a whole whiteboard right by the door. Yeah. And it's all the meats you can choose from, like 20-something vegetables mm-hmm. to choose from, salads, desserts. No, they're... Meat and three. Mm, well, they good. served an Eggs Benedict, which is my go-to breakfast. If yeah. it's on the menu... And you said it was delicious. If, if Eggs Benedict is on your menu... Spencer's getting it. That's my choice. Mm-hmm. And they have the best. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Stacks, Granny and Papa. 
Um, yep. It was right down the street, right down the street from, from their house. I mean, a straight shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come out of their driveway and it's get to the end of their road and it's a straight shot. And they would regularly go there. So we even ate with friends from church. Mm-hmm. Long so time when friends. you are in Greenville, South Carolina, go you've got to go to Stacks. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled not with a CK, it's no, spelled with an X. <laughs> All right. Yep. Stacks with an X. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week we were also able to do for the first time. like Hosted. Yeah, we hosted both my yes. parents and your parents for Thanksgiving. And we had a wonderful time. Yeah. Everyone was here in the, in the house and you could hear the conversations, you know, um, between groups of people or, you know, as they milled around and with the kids and well, you um, and your mom and my mom, mm-hmm. you guys all did a great job getting everything ready for the, uh, for the meal. Oh, we meal just did all the sides. You did the bird. Well, I had a little coaching. You did something different this year. I did something a little different mm-hmm. this year. Normally I'm deep frying a turkey mm-hmm. and putting that in a little peanut oil but this year i decided you know what we're gonna do something a little different and we're gonna uh brine and smoke a turkey and i know of no better person in the world to get uh information and coaching from than my buddy ryan lane with lane's barbecue and uh he had a turkey kit that Uh we bought from his store and um, and it had all the seasonings. It had the, the brine bag. It had all the instructions. And I was like, you know what? If I screw this up. Um, something's wrong. Something's wrong with me. All right. <laughs> it was a dummy. kit for dummies. It was a kit for dummies. Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. No, yeah. No, you did great. But And we loved it. Oh, man. It was a hit. So. It really was. Yeah. So being able to. um do that and smoke that on my my green egg outside mm-hmm. and the the hickory smoke that we had i mean i would just walk outside oh yeah just to get the smell mm-hmm. i mean it was awesome and then our neighbor uh he was starting to smoke his turkey um and so when he started smoking his turkey and i'm smoking my turkey <laughs> The whole neighborhood is smelling like applewood <laughs> and hickory and it's just like just the mouth was watering. It was just. But the important thing is it tastes yummy. Yeah. And we said we would, would do that again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do that again. And then, uh, and then after that, after Thanksgiving, uh, we had a wedding yes. that I got to officiate working with after working with a young couple in our uh, court of three ministry and premarital counseling and coaching and uh, got to celebrate with them and officiate that wedding with them and that was a really really fun wedding to be a part it was of. it was a great weekend you know friday night with the rehearsal and that just went so smoothly and it was just chill they had everything in order and it, it was very chill it was a great group of you know her the wedding party just seemed like yeah. great friends and um we had friends in the group and then made some new friends Mm -hmm. and had the dinner Friday night. And then Saturday went back for ceremony that was outside and then moved into the ballroom. It was just great. It was, it was very fun. And then the dancing. Yeah. Lisa girl, you threw down now. (laughs) I I know. I've told you I like to dance. Uh, You do. 
I know. Uh, and, and, and usually you, know you kind of avoid it. Yeah. You, know? you just usually sit there. I do. Or the old you would. The old me would. But you joined in. But there's a new fun. there's a new me in yeah. town. And we have fun. Yeah. It was we fun. slow danced. We yeah. fast danced. Whatever. Yeah. We had glow stick things. That like, we those were awesome. They had foam. Like, yeah, they foam. Like a foam. Can't talk. Foam sticks. Well, well, they were like mini um, lightsabers, but they were no, foam. no, no, not the lightsabers. Oh, glow sticks! Not the glow sticks. No, it was the um, those little pool noodles. Oh yes, it, it was, was like, like a pool noodle. It was like little bitty miniature pool noodles. Yeah. with a strand of lights that was inside it. Inside it, and and people would just wave them up in the air like they just don't care, and they did. And it was awesome. And so when you had all that whole dance floor with all them little pool noodles with lights. It was it was fun. It was really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. Yes. And it was nice to be able to slow dance. It was kinda like It was. We don't it's kinda like our own little, you know, prom or something. Yeah. Yeah. I know we dressed up. Yeah. We don't do that a lot. Yeah, I don't really ever no, we don't. We I'm don't either dressed if I'm dressing up, I've got one of two places I'm gonna be. I'm either going to be at a wedding officiating marrying somebody. Marrying or I'm either marrying or I'm burying you. Yes, That's know. it. So I'm either at a funeral or I'm either at a wedding. But it was fun to dress Outside up. Outside of that, you know, if, yeah, it was. It was good. So let's talk a little bit about Advent. Yes. Um, why are we going to talk about Advent? And before, and so as we answer that question, mm-hmm. let me, here's my experience with advent and i think a lot of people are going to relate to where uh, i am on this so my understanding and experience with advent has all been from being in a baptist church Mm -hmm. having a plastic wreath on a little table every sunday and there are five candles in this wreath and and then there would be a family that was chosen mm-hmm. to read a little bit of documentary or something about whatever that candle meant that morning, and then they would light it. And then that candle would burn. Usually at the beginning of the service. Yes. During the service. Mm-hmm. And I'm more focused on the candle and watching it melt as the <laughs> service is going on. Thinking, oh my goodness, we're going to have a fire. What if it catches? Yeah. What if what it if, catches on fire? I used to think that too. You know, and then the service is over. Somebody <laughs> blows that candle out, and then the next week, you've got that same candle that's in there that's already halfway melted. But they then, light it. Then they light it. Then there's another one that a they new one light, mm-hmm. and then that thing it goes on for four weeks. Right. And I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, and. That and and you would talk about the shepherd's candle. There was a prophecy candle. There was all this other, and then there was like the Christ candle, which is the one like right in the middle. And I'm like, I that was my extent of understanding, of understanding what yeah. Advent was. Yeah. I don't even know if anybody really unpacked for me what Advent meant. I don't. I don't know that they really did either. When I was a young person. It was just very and I, traditional. Like hanging of the greens as well. Like I remember that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then we decorate. And 
I understood that that was kind of the ushering in. But, yeah, but I always yeah, but thought. what did that really mean? I always thought that was just a. Uh, a way to get the church a decorated. A way to get the church decorated. <laughs> True. You yeah. know? Make we used to do the hanging. We yeah. used to do the hanging. Yeah, let, let them do all the yeah. hard work and all the heavy lifting. Yeah, I don't know that it was ever really unpacked for me. I, I don't remember it ever being unpacked. Yeah. And that was when I was, you know, maybe a kid growing up and mm-hmm. even more even being in ministry and being on yeah. church staffs, you know, it was just more traditional what we do. and liturgical mm-hmm. and it's just what we did, mm-hmm. you know, because you didn't want to make the blue hairs mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where we were, you know, and then you and I on our way to South Carolina this week, you and I are listening to a podcast mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. Annie F. Downs on this sounds fun or that sounds fun. And she's interviewing a lady and talking about Advent Mm -hmm. and it created conversation between me and you going, um, on the way to Carolina. And I was like, this is, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this because there's probably a lot of people that, um, in our circles and in our listening range, um, that probably have some similar, questions or thoughts or experiences that maybe I've had or you've had. And you began to unpack for me some Mm -hmm. explanation. And I'm just like, why hadn't you told me any of this stuff? You know? So that is our why, you know, is we started listening to this information. We started having this conversation about, um, about Advent and we're going to talk a little bit more about advent over the next several weeks so what do you have what what are some of your thoughts about that about why well so in the podcast with annie f downs her guest was tish oxenreiter Mm -hmm. and she has written a book shadow and light specifically it is a a guide for Advent. So it's a devotional, it, it unpacks it. And she was saying how she really wrote this because not a lot don't understand it. Or even as she's raising their children, I think they have four or five, you know, there are things that are, you know, very um, elementary for like little, little children, or then there's like super complicated you know, for adults, but where was this happy medium that you could go through as a family and helping your kids understand it and bringing them along? Like we're saying, we didn't really understand it Mm-mm. or get it. And and I don't think it was purposeful. No. But I, I think maybe we are, um, a lot of us getting back to thinking of traditions and history and why do we do what we do? What is the meaning behind it? And really wanting to understand it. And I think that's a good thing. And she said there was a quote um, on the podcast. Sometimes the traditions of the church can make us feel even more lonely. Yeah. And meaning lonely and isolated or like, clueless i don't know what that means well i think i think where she was coming from annie annie obviously annie single right um and but so you have single people in the churches you have people that have lost loved ones 
maybe they, uh, I mean, you and I were having a conversation with yes. a gentleman last night at the wedding yes. whose wife just passed away in February. Mm -hmm. And this was the first Thanksgiving that they mm -hmm. were trying to figure out what do they do as a family, mm -hmm. him and his, and his yeah. daughter and his son. And now they got Christmas coming up. And so these traditions, you know, you, a lot of times you have, you know, if, if, if your church still does this and, and you bring up this family with this, you know, they look great. They're de decked out in all their Christmas clothes and this sort of thing. And they get up there as a family and they read the story and they light the candle. And that's a tradition of the church that for those that may not mm. have those families family members. and uh -huh. family members in, in, anymore, it makes them feel even more lonely. Yeah. Um, at, at that moment. So it's kind of like what Pastor Jason was talking about this morning in a church that with joy for those of us that have, you know, great joy, there are those people that have great sorrow right mm -hmm. now. And that for those that have hope, there's a lot of people that are hopeless. Mm. And there is loss there's grief they have not overcome those things and the traditions of the church really can make us feel more lonely mm. and we just have to be aware of those um of, of, of that so yeah but it made us start thinking and talking about traditions yes. and the meanings behind it and um you know we say this time of year it's the hustle and bustle and it gets so busy although i i think the whole year is busy now pretty much with you know our lives and uh the way we do live um well it just ramps up it, but it does yes it, it goes into hyper mode yeah. maybe and you know it, it's like but where is the time to truly enjoy and we say keep christ in christmas but that you know, and and I know these are sweet things. Maybe you have a birthday cake for Jesus or sing happy birthday or little things. But it's it's really not, again, just this one thing we do. It's it's truly reflecting and and even preparing um, for this season mm -hmm. of Christmas. Mm -hmm. But are we leaving time for that? Are we making time? And how do, how do we do that? So that was some things we wanted to talk about. So what exactly is Advent? Well, it comes from the Latin word Adventus, and it means arrival. And with that definition, there's the connotation of there's an anticipation, there's a longing, there's this expectancy for this one to come. And Advent is the season leading up to the coming of, of Christ as fully God and fully man when he came to earth. And Advent should be a time that just like you would prepare our home or like we did, you know, we said we hosted Thanksgiving 
and you were awesome in helping with that when I couldn't be here every day, you know, um, during the day we were, you were preparing our home. Mm-hmm. We cleaned, we yeah. washed, we scrubbed things, we put up things, we repaired things. We got everything in order because of those loved ones coming that we wanted to, you know, show that we were welcoming them and we were excited about them being here. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that, but yeah, mm-hmm. there, there was some there was some preparation yeah. that we were undergoing, even from you know <laughs> the cooking of the turkey, the smoking of the turkey. I mean, it days had to, before, days yeah. before, yeah, uh, to cutting some shrubs and mm-hmm. uh, you know getting the house ready. Uh, that's a great that's a great point. So as there's far as the preparation. There's thought put into it. Yeah, again, the and and this is what we're you know I think really the big idea like you like to say would be that we just really want families individuals to enjoy the advent season and the christmas tide season the preparation leading up to and then the culmination of the greatest gift ever given and savoring that so savoring the season mm-hmm. that we're in. Yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So with the, we'll talk about the savoring the season here in just a second. Okay. Because you brought up kind of like a two-part series there. I say series. You brought up kind of two parts to this season. Mm-hmm. One was the leading up to. Yes. And then there's this, the Christmas Tide. Yes. So and, this episode we'll just stick with Advent and the and preparation specifically, and we will. We can get into the Christmas Tide, Yule Tide. Can we get it? Like, can we get in a little bit of that? Well, sure, but let's. We'll get there in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the Advent wreath. Yes. There are. There's the wreath. There's the candles. Yes. But in those candles, they're symbolic. Certain, yeah, there's some some symbolism there or representations. Yes. So let's talk about those for just a second. Okay. Well, the wreath, circular, um, complete, whole. I mean, there's lots of, you know, scriptural implications there, and then the candles are in the wreath and you said there is one in the center Mm -hmm. so there are five candles and you were telling some of the ones Uh that you remembered you remembered families speaking about them do you remember what color most of the candles i don't remember them all no. Oh, okay. I just know there's I know there's, there's purple. Yes. I know there's white. The white one's a Christ candle. Yes. There's a pink one yes. in there. Yes. So and, there's three purple. Uh-huh. There's one pink and then the Christ See, candle. I, and the and I'm like, I white. didn't I yeah. didn't understand all that. I don't I mean I'm like and, why can't we just have five candles? And again well, again, some traditions again, you know, when when I was doing some research of my own about these traditions of the year, whether it was Advent or uh, Christmas, there's so many influences. And you, you know, you go back to the 
Um, I, I mean, even from the Bible, from Scripture, and how that was interpreted, and what people took away, and the traditions they wanted to have. I mean, in the Old Testament, there were all these feasts, feasts of this day, and mm-hmm. you know, so a lot comes from that. But then you fast forward and you get to the liturgical calendar of the church, which is what a lot of this is based on. But then you have influences from cultures, um, different countries, even time periods mm-hmm. um, in, in when things were going on. And so it changes and it differs. But basically... Um, they're the purple or, um, you know, which stands for royalty. So it could be even a, you know, a violet color. And then what's the theme of that? What's the, so each of those candles, I mean, the purple is a royal color. So, but there's like four different things. Oh, Yes. Yes, that you brought up representations. Yeah, so, the representations. Right. So, and you and they, there is an order that mm. you light the candle, and this is what you said the families would read about. Yeah, um, when they would get up there each week. So, the first week of Advent, you light the purple hope candle, mm-hmm. which is actually also they call it the prophecy candle. Okay. So again, goes back to Old Testament from the beginning. Everything was pointing to who? Jesus. Jesus. Yes. As so, our hope. Yes. All prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's pointing to him coming as our hope. Okay. Then the second week of Advent, you would light purple again, and it was the peace candle okay. or the faith candle because they said that that goes hand in hand, that, okay, Jesus has been promised as our hope. We have to have that faith that then gives us the peace. Um, so okay. then the third week is when you get the pink one. Okay. okay. Why? The third week. I don't know. I read in, on one thing it was saying that there was a, a shift, but I couldn't really understand. So yeah, I can't speak to that one. But I, what's the representation, whether it's pink the, or purple or whatever. I, joy. I, okay. Joy. Joy. Yes. And they call that one the shepherd candle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other one. So the other one was the Bethlehem, the peace and the faith. Okay. Bethlehem candle. Then joy is the shepherd candle. Okay. Okay. That he brings our joy. Um, good news of great, great joy. Joy. Yes. Yep. That's what the angel said. Okay. Then you have. Uh, the last one goes back to purple. So that's what I really didn't understand. Why yeah. is there two purple, then we go to a pink, but then we go back to purple. I, I don't know. Maybe somebody can help me understand that. But the last one is, the last of the four is purple, and it's the love candle. Okay. So with those representations, hope, yes. peace, joy, joy, and love. love mm-hmm. Why? Why? Um recognize or practice or participate in this thing called Advent when it's, you know, I mean, is it, is it just supposed to be something that's just done in the church or is this something that can be practiced 
um, you, you may not light a candle, you may not do that, but right, some of the but overall I, meaning of, of, of what we're talking about here, um, with hope, peace, joy, love. I think it is. How a does this focusing. have an impact on yeah. us as a family, on other and families homes. and homes? Mm-hmm. I think it's a focusing on those attributes. I mean, that's those are names of God. He is hope. He is peace. He is joy. He is love. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at this time of year, leading up to when he's going to become God with us and fulfill all of these. Yeah, I think what should setting that do? our mind on these things. All right, and if we do that, what should that do uh, for us mm. in our daily rhythms? Yeah, if we're truly thinking about Him being my hope, my peace, my joy, my love, maybe I wouldn't get so agitated with people this time of year. <laughs> well, what about what about the feeling of the pressure that I have to give? or get something for someone mm-hmm. uh, and there is the tension financially in somebody's life mm-hmm. um, where they have to, um, they feel like they've got to like lavish people with all these gifts or they have to get their kids, you know, everything, they everything, ask for. everything that they ask for. How do you manage that tension when when you're talking about hope, peace, joy, love, and then in reality, you know you have families that are stretched thin financially, mm-hmm. uh, or there's a focus on that things that are not hope, peace, joy, love. How do you get past the emotion of this and really dig down into the reality? of hope, the reality of peace, the reality I of joy, the reality that, of love and how that plays out daily. I think we've complicated it. So I would say we just simplify maybe. Okay. And, and let go of these ideologies that has to be this way. Um and and what what makes me think of is is truly, you know, maybe speaking some peace into someone's life, uh, maybe displaying love without just buying a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, time spent with people. Um, I don't know. So, eliminating the hurry. Yeah. El- resisting the rush of. Mm-hmm. Of the Christmas season. And just taking each day. Dutiful. Like I'm doing it because I'm supposed to and yeah. Out of duty. Just taking each day as it comes. Yeah. And relishing each day, savoring not just the season, but every day. I think again thinking of hope, peace, joy, love. That's relationship. Uh huh. That's not stuff. That's not tangible. Yeah. So Again, if we would just think about people and about relationships, mm-hmm. I think that's when we get to the heart of it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. So Advent leading up to the arrival of Christ. Yes. Then there are, it's the, the, the Christmas tide. Yes. 
Yes. Explain that for just a second. So you brought something up in our conversation earlier this week about the 12 days of Christmas. Oh yeah. The silly song. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which it is. But, um, again, I don't have a lot of, um, I don't concrete evidence for this, but again, if you go back and study some of history and again, the liturgical calendar of the church, it actually used to be, they called it Yuletide or Christmastide and it actually echoed Lent. So it was about 40 days Hmm. that included Advent and after. And so I don't know where we got away from that. Because um, when you were telling me that Christmas was supposed to be like, yeah. that was going to be like Christmas That's Day. That's the, like, beginning. the beginning. It, it actually, on the liturgical calendar, it actually was the first day of the new year. Like December 25th, mm-hmm. okay, marked the beginning of the new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was like... And carrying it into... It carries uh into the new year, like 12 days. Yes. And then you had... So you had the 12 days of Christmas and then Epiphany, Mm -hmm. which became um, a representation of the Magi, the wise men coming to visit Jesus, you know, and that would... So you carried Christmas for 12 days and then... That can you imagine having days. Christmas for twelve days? I know you got really excited when I said that. You, I could get it. You gift were thinking of a for gift for twelve <laughs> days in a row. I could open up a. Uh, I don't have to do it all in one day, right? I could do it like every day. And I day think that's what for it almost was. Two weeks. It was more. But but think about that. We or I could get dig into boxes and we throw paper and tissue and everything goes everywhere and. You I don't know, even remember what I got huge mess, year. and that's what I'm saying. It, but you've gotten so many things. You put that one over there, and you open another one, and you put that down. It is almost like, well, what did I get? Yeah. The, the grandparents come, and they ask the kids, and the kids are like, uh, and we're prompting them. Remember, you got this? Yeah. And you, you know. So I think it would be great, yes, if we extended Christmas tide and really brought that back instead of, you know, I think in society, I believe we've bought into what society tells us that, you know, the store brings this out. Okay, get this, buy it, put it up. Now take it down, put it back in a box and Mm -hmm. move on to something else instead of our hearts and, and yeah, really stopping reflecting on the past 12 months Mm -hmm. and then looking ahead with, you know, prayerful anticipation purpose for what God has for us the next 12 months. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as soon as Thanksgiving is over, actually not even, not even that it's, it's happening beforehand. You see all these black Friday deals, Yes, which roots, which what is, what's, Funny is Black Friday. What is not just day. Black Friday is well. It was a day Black that week. you're supposed to go <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it you're supposed to go to the stores and shop, right? 
And they would, you remember the stores opening like at midnight? And they would do, yes. And they would do all those special deals and doorbells. Well, no, and all way that back, kind of it just used to be maybe 8 a.m. Yeah, right. 10. Right. They kept moving back yeah. the time. And, but now bumping. that everything is online, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these Black Friday deals online. And what is, what's funny about all that is that you have after Christmas, the three business days after Christmas. Yes. You have Black Friday, then on Monday. You mean after Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. After after Thanksgiving, you have Black Friday, then on Monday you have Cyber, Cyber Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Tuesday is? I forgot. Isn't that funny? Giving Tuesday. <laughs> That's right. So after you have spent all your money on Friday and on Monday, is then it a giving you give. first? Mm-hmm. So I think we it's it way out of war. It's yeah, way out of order. So let's think about this. So really, it should be giving Friday. Uh huh. And then spending Saturday. Spending Saturday, <laughs> and then um, we got to figure out something, uh, <laughs> something uh. else on Monday. But you know, but giving Tuesday comes after Black Friday and Cyber Monday when people's mm. money's all gone. Hmm. Hmm. Good point. And you ru- people rush into this spending frenzy and thinking, oh, I got to get this deal. I got to get this deal. And it's all marketing, people. You ain't getting it no is. deals, really. So you're still spending your money. <laughs> and when in reality, man, God's called us to be generous yes. with what we've been given. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you don't have to buy the whole farm in order to give stuff to people you know Mm. um but all that being said i think the main thing is slowing down yes savoring this time of year um Mm -hmm. one of the cool things that was on that podcast that we were listening to was the blessing of the door story? Yes, yes. We'll what, wrap up with that. Yeah, what, what about that? So that was a tradition um, way back, and uh, it was chalking on the door. And it's CMB, and it's Latin, so they just shortened it with the initials. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was Latin Christus. Mentionum Benedicat. And it means may Christ bless this dwelling. And they would take chalk and write. So what they would actually do, you would write um, C and then the number. I looked was it up. Was the year? Was it the year? I thought it was like, yeah. Yeah. The year. So yes. 22 put, or 23. Yes. Yes, that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just write that over the door in chalk, and they would leave it up as a sign that they had, you know, it was a Christian home. They had invited um, God's blessing upon them and, you know, were seeking to follow him. Mm. And I just thought that that was a neat um, thing to do. And, you know, and all that we've talked about, it's, we're not saying things are bad or necessarily wrong and everybody has to do the same thing, but we just wanted you to think. We've spent a lot of time thinking and discussing and 
maybe something we could do differently this season to mark Advent in our home and with our family and to teach our kids or model for our kids. And that's what we wanted to encourage our listeners with as well. Um, to really think about, you know, the preparations and not necessarily physical, you know, um, but there are things that are meaningful that you like to do that are physical preparations, but more about the heart. Like your decorations. Yeah, like you those like are the physical decorations and those are great. And, you know, again, as you put them out, think of the meaning behind them. Talk to your kids about that. Let them be involved as much as they can with it instead of just, you know, and I know that's hard, especially with different ages, but, you know, that was even a tendency of mine, just hurry up and do it while they're not here. But then I thought, but they're missing out. Uh, that's an opportunity for me to teach them mm-hmm. and and model this preparation and this advent. I'm excited that, you know, it's Christ's birth is coming. It's approaching when we celebrate that. And some people would, uh, could, if they're not careful, they could be kind of letter of the law on something like this. What counsel would you say Oh yeah, to other people? I, there's no, I don't think there's no um, such thing that says you have to do this, this exact way. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even with the advent calendars, there's so many different things you can read about that with the wreath and the candles. And I told you, even over the years, some of the purple has now changed to a blue and there's even a green that I've seen in one of the wreaths. So I I think it's you, you find what is going to be meaningful for your family. You find something that you can, um, you know, um, find meaning in that you can understand that you and your kids can latch on to and it could be something that becomes a tradition for your family but there's no right or wrong and um i say we just give ourselves permission to loosen up a little bit yeah (laughs) you know just loosen up a little bit and i think you know after listening to you talk a lot about this particular uh topic on advent and you know this first sunday being hope mm-hmm. and the meaning of advent of the arrival christ is coming back again yes and there will be a second arrival yes and his second arrival is to take us to be with him where he is. So are we preparing for that? <laughs> and our Advent, it yeah. should not just be four Sundays before no. Christmas. No. We should be in preparation mode yes. for his return. That's our hope. True. That's our peace. That's our joy. And he is our love. Mm-hmm. And as we think about Advent, as we think about this season, you know, we were talking about what was the one thing that we really wanted you to take away from this conversation and that one thing was to savor the season yes but even more than that was to point people to christ yes 
and to savor your salvation yes in him mm. and to know that one day he will be coming back not as a child to oh, no. save us but as a king yes to establish his kingdom bridegroom coming for his bride mm-hmm. and that is our uh that is our hope that's our peace so that's what we're preparing for and that's what we want to encourage you to do in your preparation be thinking long term be thinking eternally yes not um uh earthly not uh materialistically uh be thinking on eternity and pointing your children hmm. To eternity, pointing your friends to eternity, pointing them to what matters most. Yes. So that, my friends, is it for tonight. That sums it up. So savor the season. Yes. Okay. And uh, we certainly want to thank you so much for listening in. Thank you for the time that you spend Mm. to subscribe and to uh, listen to us talk. Uh, We're grateful for the encouragement that you share with us each and every week. Uh, If you do need to contact us, you can reach us by email at spencer at thecourtof3.com or you can email lisa at lisa at thecourtof3.com. You can also connect with us on social media, on Facebook, and on Instagram, and we would certainly love uh, to connect with you there. If this podcast is something that encourages you, we encourage you to uh, leave us a review, uh, share it with a friend, share it on your social media, on your social media accounts, uh, anything like that. We are so, so grateful uh, for you in in doing so. Um, Lisa, you got any final words before we wrap it up? Nope. Nope. Well, until next week, uh, we hope that... You have an incredible week this week. Thank you again for listening. And remember that two Two are greater greater than one. one. And And a a quarter of three strands is not easily broken. broken.